Hey, this is Courtney James Clark from Jurassic World, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom. Christmas edition of the Atomic Geekdom podcast. My name is Dave Claus, and joining me tonight are two little important elves, I guess. I have no idea. I really am just demeaning you guys. Um, Tom is with yeah. me tonight. Ho, 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 geeksters. And a resident Atomic Geekdom staff member now, uh, Matt from Two Bro Geeks is here. Hello. I think you've been on like the last seven podcasts. <laughs> I'm on a lot. And it's, but that's okay. And we appreciate it. Uh, I so, have missed a lot. I'm sorry. That's fine. I picked you two and I tried to get Amelia too because she watches more of these shows that we can talk about. But I picked mm-hmm. you two because you're the only ones I know that uh, within the staff that watch all of the shows we're about to talk about. And that is we're wrapping up the middle of the season for The Flash, for Arrow. Hooray. For Supergirl, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we'll throw a little Gotham in there. Maybe we'll discuss a little bit of Jessica Jones, and uh, we'll talk about what's to come after the holiday season of what's coming up as well. But uh, let's uh, let's dive in real quick. Uh, real, actually, we want to wish you all a Merry Christmas by the time this comes totally out. Totally do. This is Absolutely. Uh, be two days before Christmas, I think, this comes out. So we just want to make sure that uh, you guys are all having a good holiday and that... Uh, we wish you all the best to your you and your families and such. So there you go. True story. And uh, absolutely, it sounds like somebody's wrapping presents in the background as we speak. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so let's. Uh, I don't know where do you guys want. Let's start with the schedules where the schedule starts as far as CW, and we'll go with the Flash. Okay. Uh, so the first half of the season of the Flash. <laughs> Did anybody not enjoy it? Uh, you're gonna get silence on that, I think. I everybody, everybody loved it. I think, yeah, I would, I would assume so. Uh, there was nine episodes that we got so far, and it seemed like a lot happened in nine episodes. That I, when I went back to review it, like I went, yep. oh yeah, that happened, that that too. Like this was the last season. It is crazy. So to sum up, season one ended. We had the singularity going around and craziness happening in Central City. We got a glimpse at a few future things that could happen. Uh, but when we return, we see the outcome of the singularity is Ronnie is dead. And uh, we, we jump ahead six months forward and Barry, mm-hmm. Barry has kind of shunned himself away from everybody. He's working on his own. That's how long ago this was. I can't, like, I barely remember him working by himself. You know, he's, he's, he's all upset and anything. And Caitlin has moved on to work at Mercury Labs. Cisco is helping the police department with the MetaHuman Task Force. And... Uh, Needless to say, we all come back together to join as one happy family again in Star Labs. And we get introduced to two main characters for this season. One is Jay Garrick, the Flash from Earth 2. In the comic books, he's the original Flash, of course. Mm -hmm. And we get our main antagonist for season two, and that's Zoom. Oh, yeah. Uh, so from the jump, I mean, we don't get to hear his voice. I think in the first one, we just hear about zoom and what we find out is zoom is sending all of these, these metahumans from earth Two 
to to kill Flash. Uh, so we yep. get uh, Sand Demon. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Uh, else? Adam Smasher. Adam Smasher, played by Edge from the WWE. Uh, let's see. We got Henry Hewitt. Dr. Light. Dr. Light. Yes. Uh, the, the earth two version of Linda Park. I thought that was awesome. And I that, thought it was as well played. Yeah. And not sent uh, th- that we know of not sent by Dr. Or by zoom is we've got uh killer shark. That was, that was actually a shocker when he just showed up because the, the whole episode began with, Oh, I found a man with shark teeth and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden at the end, Oh, there he is. Yeah, they said yep. she, Patty Spivak called him like Man Shark or Land Shark. And yeah, I'm like, what are they? T- no, they're not doing that. This is a joke, and it's like all in the background. It kind of comes up twice subtly, and then out of nowhere, boom! There he is in probably the like the best introduction I've ever seen, and he looked phenomenal. I was <clears throat> props to their their CGI team because it looked great. It did uh, better than they actually uh, on uh, Fat Man on Batman not that long ago. Like last week or the week before, Andrew Kreisberg was on there, who of course is one of the co-showrunners with Greg Berlanti, and he was talking all about how uh, King Shark ended up on the show, and it was something that actually carried over, I guess, from the tie-in comic, and someone was like, what is one thing that you think they could never let us do? Let's see if we can get away with it. (laughs) And they were like, well, they're doing King Shark in the tie-in comic. Do you think we could put him in? And the digital effects guy was like, yeah, we can put him in there. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, yeah, I said Killer Shark. I'm sorry, King Shark. Um, Yeah, I've only listened to part one of that interview. And uh, it's funny to me when I listen to that show now because it's not the same show anymore. Batman, I'm not at all. (laughs) I miss the interviews like they're doing with Kreisberg, but it's become it's become our geek out show. Essentially, what that show is where they just Mm -hmm. the two of those dudes discuss the the geek news of the week. And I'm like, oh, where that's that just like whatever. Everybody does it. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we got King Shark, Dr. Light. All these guys, uh, most of them <clears throat> that I just mentioned, were all sent by Zoom to kill Flash. And then we also get, I don't know, in, a, in an interesting choice, Jay Garrick leaves. Like, he distances himself from it all because Earth 2 version of Dr. Wells, who Cisco calls Harry, uh, <laughs> shows up. And Jay Garrick and Dr. Wells don't get along. There's There's some mm-hmm. friction there because Dr. Wells is responsible for Zoom. Right, that's the yeah, that's the main play. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I have a hard time with Garrick just leaving. It's I don't just, like him. Well, he, no, he doesn't. Well, he doesn't have a speed, so I don't care. I think that's part of the problem. I don't care. I Barry wouldn't even leave. when they show. I don't know. Even when they show him, like the little teeny bit they show him on Earth Two, he doesn't seem that good on Earth Two either. Yeah, like I just don't. I don't feel like. Barry, if he lost his speed, would just stop and walk away from the problem. You know, he would help. Right. And well, I mean, he, I mean, he had his back broken and he still was like, all right, what can I do? Exactly. Right. Yeah. So I just, I have a hard time with Garrick and what he's doing. And he's also moving in on Caitlin. I don't mm. like, don't like that at all either. And yeah, well, cause anybody who knows the comics knows that he's married. Uh, they, that's what they've done different in the show. So He's a younger, much younger version of Jay Garrick than you get in the comics. So, well, right, and mm. the New Fifty Two made Earth Two Jay Garrick uh, gay, I think. No, it's Alan Scott. Alan Scott, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I get those Golden Age characters mixed up sometimes. Yeah, 
uh, so disregard any of that because it doesn't matter anyways. Uh, we also got introduced True. to Patty Spivet, who in the New 52 version of the comic books is Barry's girlfriend. I love this. I love yeah. the girl that's playing her because she is so quirky and she she plays so well off of the quirky Barry. To me, that's entertaining. Just the way they interact. Yeah, she's great. I'm really enjoying her, which makes me really worried about her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're we're heading towards dangerous territory because of everybody in Central City. She's the only one that doesn't know who Barry that Barry is. The Flash, essentially. It seems like this is true. Yep. Yeah. It's like everybody, my, my buddy at work today was just telling me, does everybody know? Yeah. I hate that. Cause he, he's catching up on arrow and he, he's now finished the first season of the flash. He hasn't watched this second season and now he's catching up on arrow. He's like, does everybody know who Barry is? Does everybody know who Oliver is? It's <laughs> yeah. just crazy. And it's, and what's interesting. Yeah. That is one of my main problems with actually both of those shows, but. And it's their side. Yeah. It's their their team. They're like their their sidekicks that are telling everybody. Like Cisco tells everybody. Just there you go. Oh yeah, Here's Cisco might as well just hang a billboard. <laughs> and then Felicity, wear a t-shirt. Felicity, I'm buddy. Right, and then Arrow Felicity does the same thing. Like she just, yep, yeah, that's him. Like uh, anyway, we'll get to it when we talk about the Arrow. <laughs> um, speaking of Cisco, uh, we just talked about Patty Spivet being introduced. She becomes Joe's partner. And Patty Spivet has some history with the metahumans. Her brother, right? Her, her father, father, father was killed by Weather Wizard, uh, by the mm-hmm. by both of them, or just Weather Wizard, just the Weather Wizard, right? Just yeah, not the Martin brothers. It was after they got their powers, right? <clears throat> so she's she's kind of out for revenge, and that storyline actually comes to a cap before the halfway point. So we'll we'll get into that. Uh, but back to Cisco, we're introduced to a new barista. At what is that place called? Something Bean Coca Java, Co- yeah, Java something. The coffee shop, yeah, their coffee the shop. Starbucks <laughs> wannabe, right? <laughs> not not Central Perk, right? No, not, that's a different show in a different yeah. city. But we we get we get introduced to a new barista who just so happens to be uh, Kendra Saunders, otherwise known as Hawk Girl, and we already know. Yes. We already knew going into it that she's cast to be on Legends of Tomorrow as Hawkgirl, so we kind of got a cool introduction there. She had the necklace on that led me to believe that mm-hmm. <clears throat> she's already tied to it, but she's at this point doesn't have any of those memories uh, as of yet. So, uh, as what we're talking about now, uh, right. I did bring up Henry Hewitt because we also got introduced to the new other half of Firestorm because Doctor Stein is starting to die essentially his conditions worsening because he doesn't have another half to i guess diffuse this fire storm. yeah yeah something they I'm, gave I, some great I, pseudoscientific I, explanation right i gotta be honest dave you and i talked about this before i i love victor garber and he's part of my oh every time he's on the show i'm so excited because he, he's a scene stealer and the way he does the martin stein character is perfect yeah, I liked his moments in, with Cisco a lot because Cisco Yes. Because he totally geeks out. Well, I'm talking about the, the more emotional stuff because Cisco is dealing oh. with the fact that he now has metahuman powers. And, well, and Martin got that first. Martin was the first one to understand there's something up with you, dude. Right, right. And with these Earth Two people coming in, Cisco is quote unquote vibing on them and he sees them, uh, whether it's what they're gonna do, what they've done, that kind of stuff. So 
he kind of can see where these people are and that they're from Earth 2 and figure out what's going on with these people. And we'll talk about I think, I think it's because Victor Garber was probably my favorite par- character on Alias. Oh, I liked uh, he was he was just such a badass on I liked, Alias. I like Bradley and, Cooper's character, but I like the comedic relief type people. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so they find the other half in Jeffrey Jackson or just Jax. And mm-hmm. so now Firestorm is reunited. And again, we'll come back in Legends of Tomorrow. He, they both leave at the end of that episode. Uh, I did not. I did not like that because this is a different guy. But at the same time, I like the way it happened. Well, they uh, were it, they reversed it because. Right. It in, played well for me. In the comics, Ronnie is a jock. And right. the one that replaces him or replaces Stein, I can't remember the dude's name. Jason Rush. Jason is. Rush is a scientist. He's a geek. Yes. And in this version, Jeffrey Jackson is an, was an injured football player. Right. And, you know, Ronnie at was first, a scientist. Like I said, at first I didn't like it, but I, 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 I was good with it by the end. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, we learn also that Zoom on Earth 2 has Harry Wells' daughter as captive. He's holding her hostage. And do you, either of you know who his daughter is? Jesse Quick. Jesse Quick. Yes. And I don't know if I want to reveal to people that don't know the comic books who that is. But if you want to know, you can Google Jesse Quick and you'll figure it out. And you can see how exciting it could be very soon. There's a lot to explain <clears throat> on that, though. If Harrison Wells is her dad, how do you explain that? You know what I mean? Like her mm-hmm. last name or? Because well, Johnny Quick is her dad it, through the comics it is Golden Age. Johnny Quick is one of the first speedsters. Well, maybe and Jesse Quick is her daughter. Is the daughter? But how do you explain Harrison Wells having maybe Jesse, they gender Jesse rebooted Johnny Quick into Jenny Quick? Jesse Quick. No, maybe they re-gendered the Johnny Quick character into Jenny Quick. Oh, okay. Mm. So it's the mom, right? Okay, maybe. I, see where you're going I don't know. That's just a guess. Yeah. Okay. Or I, I, adopted okay adopted daughter, but he seems to care way too much for adopted. Yeah, I see uh, where you're going. With that. I don't know if that that makes sense. It's adopted. You love your kid no matter what, but yeah, mm. just trying to rationalize here. But anyway, all right. So yes, so there's that, and you can Google that if you want to find out. I don't want to give away spoilers, but I, I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens there. Uh, what else did we get? Uh, Barry and the team use Dr. Light or Linda Park to try to trap zoom. And that goes horribly wrong. Terrible. Uh, what else? What else? We, Oh yeah. Grodd comes back. Oh yeah. We, we get more Grodd stuff and they try to use Harry as that was so hilarious for me when they put him in the costume and he's like, Oh, father wants you to do this. And all of a sudden he doesn't know. And they're like, all right, run. I don't have speed. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny when when Harry Wells tries to be Doctor Wells slash Reverse Flash or uh, Thawn, I should say, and uh, some funny moments there. Also, you get some cool Caitlin Snow is or Caitlin Snow and Grodd Godzilla moments. That was fun, where she's like wearing mm-hmm. a, white, a white dress, and yeah, good stuff there. And then at the end of that episode, we find out that Grodd gets sent to another. He goes through one of the breaches. And they send him to a jungle sanctuary for gorillas on Earth 2. And it looks like he's going to become the king of the gorillas. Gorilla City. Yes, yeah. he is. It looks awesome. And then at the end of that episode, too, we also get reveal that Cisco vibes on Kendra and sees her as a winged figure. 
<clears throat> so we got that first. Well, pardon me. Uh, the the thing about Gorilla City, because Harrison wants to send him to a certain place on Earth 2, is like Harrison knows that there's a city of gorillas. Sure. Why would I mean, he? I mean, how, how else would he know to send him there? Well, he probably had his own experiments on gorillas. Probably. Who knows? I don't know. Didn't he say something about that in the episode, though? I'm pretty feel, sure he says something. Yeah, I feel like it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he says something about experimenting on gorillas, and they all had a place that he put them. Right, because it, it was described as like a sanctuary for them. Yeah. Okay, you might be right. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I think I remember that now. Um, the Excuse me, give me one second. You guys keep talking. Yeah, sure. Um, Gorilla City. It's kind of spot on. If it's a city of gorillas, why would they name it Gorilla City? Well, because the gorillas <laughs> don't know how to name it anything else. Why, why wouldn't you name it Gorilla it's City? Kind of, it's kind of spot on. If you don't want to find us, but we're going to call it Gorilla City. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, I think it's pretty amazing they're doing that at all. <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right. The episode leading into the, the mid-season finale was the crossover episode with Arrow. The Flash mm-hmm. episode was called Legends of Today, and yep. we got to go back in time, like way back in time, to fi- like 4,000 years, I think, uh, to see Vandal Savage, pri- Priestess Shaira. Uh, we're Sha- way... Shaira, yeah, yeah. Shaira, there you go. We're way back in ancient Egypt, mm-hmm. and we, we get to see uh, that that storyline. We get We finally get to dig into Vandal Savage, which we all know already is going to be the man antagonist for Legends of Tomorrow. Just got to say, I love the guy that they had playing him. He did so good. I love uh, To me, that brought Vandal Savage to the screen because I was worried because, you know, Vandal Savage is, is the immortal. He is actually a pretty big, kind of huge ultimate character. But this guy yeah. brought Well, they did I something. Don't even- Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, in the comics, I don't even like Vandal Savage. I don't... That immortal thing kind of throws me off, but they did such a good job that I'm like, yes, yes. I want to see more of this guy. Yeah, it, we can explain uh, it. I said it. It brought it to life. <clears throat> we, can explain, right. we can explain this uh, for people that don't know the comic book version of Vandal Savage. He was a caveman who gets mm-hmm. imbued with alien powers uh, and becomes immortal, and then he becomes an expert in war strategy because he's lived so long and he's he's got enhanced strength these kinds of things and that version is now much different he's now tied into which i don't think the comic book version was really tied into the hawks at all no no i don't no. think so but now this one is tied it's heavily a good, it's a good it's a good connection though yeah they're they're heavily tied to the the um the hawks hawkman and hawk girl and, and they base it they base not, it off that the Egyptian lore and stuff. I, I thought yeah, that was right, pretty it, cool. Right. Uh, I was I was wondering from the get go when they announced the the Hawkman and Hawkgirl were going to be a part of the show, which version they were going to go with, because uh, there are two versions of Hawkman and right. Hawkgirl, and I, I figured they wouldn't go with them being aliens from the planet Thanagar, but I was really hoping <laughs> just because I don't I was, like I was too. Yeah, I don't really – I'm not super big on the ancient always being reincarnated versions of Hawkman and Hawkgirl, but 
I mean, this is what we got, so I'm fine. I just was really hoping they would be aliens from the planet Thanagar. That would have been but, cool but, because but what was cool but what was cool is even though they went to the past, they reverenced the nth metal, which was mm-hmm. was huge in the way the wings. Right. And I was like they you know, they still did it even in the Egyptian lore, the nth metal still played in. Yep. So in that episode, we got introduced to Carter Hall, who is Hawkman. And the storyline you guys are talking about is where no matter what, they're kind of cursed that mm-hmm. they'll live forever uh, and that a love is their love is, I guess, eternal. But one or the other forgets their past mm-hmm. and has to kind of unlock it and remember and try to figure things out. And in this case right now, Kendra does not remember the past and Carter's trying to help her. Um, meanwhile, Vandal Savage locates the staff of Horus, more Egyptian stuff, and that that weapon can kill Carter Hall and Kendra as well as everybody. And yep. so that's that's what brings Team Arrow and Team Flash together, and we kind of get another reboot day. Mm-hmm. That was on yeah. Flash side, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one was yeah. Oh yeah, <sighs> they both were, I think. I'll try to split it up so that we're talking about only Flash stuff and then only Arrow stuff when we talk about the other show because, yeah. So, they they just they kind of fight. They lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all die. But Barry runs in time to reboot the day like he did in yep. the season beforehand. Well, it was the, one of the second times where he passed himself. Right. He yep. saw it happen again. And then that's yeah. where he, he goes to try to get advice from Oliver, I think. And Oliver tells him to do it. Yep. Right. Um, but he's really against it. And even even um, <clears throat> Cisco's against it, too. Doesn't well, because they, yeah, it says don't mess with the time stream. Right, exactly. Which <laughs> they did last time. And there's still a lot of questions about messing up that time stream. But anyway, so they fix it. And then they're able to stop him this time. And... Uh, and Kendrick gets her abilities back, and then they 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 head over to to the arrow side of the story. And then in the finale, uh, we had a smorgasbord of villains in this. We got some cool rogues it action. It was great. I, liked. I mean, in one episode, we got Mark Martin, weather weather wizard, James Jesse, the trickster, Leonard Snart, Captain Cold, and Zoom. And on the other Yay. side of that, you also got Barry Allen, Jay Garrick. And Wally West, all in one episode of it television. Was it was nuts. Uh, and we got a real maniacal trickster in this one. He's trying to blow up the entire city. Like, it was, it was, it felt really like yeah, almost, they, almost a mm-hmm. Justice League animated episode. Like, it felt, <laughs> you know, it felt big. It felt huge. It did. Um, and granted, it's the midseason finale, so it kind of had to be. But yeah, it was very cool. You got to see. Of course, Mark Hamill will be Joker-esque as the trickster because those are kind of similar characters. Mm-hmm. That was the, uh, my buddy at work. He was like, dude, that is the Joker. I was like, dude, it's the trickster. No, it's, mm-hmm. the, it's the trickster. It's They're yep. similar, but and you know it gets confusing because of the voiceover work that Mark Hamill's yes. done. But and That just shows that Mark Hamill's amazing. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so, yes. So that episode, Jay Garrick gets in. They... they is that the one where they they give Jay, Jay Garrick the the speed boost? Yeah, the speed they, boost. Yeah, thing. yeah. Temporarily, he gets a, a vaccine. Which is from- a huge, which is a huge Easter egg because that's something that's used later in the comics to create somebody else. 
if anybody's paying attention. Uh, yep. Oh, I yeah. did. I did look up in the show. She's not Jesse Quick. She's Jesse Chambers Wells. Oh. Um. So, played by Violet Bean. They'll probably call her Jesse Quick eventually. It'll eventually yeah. be there. Yeah, most likely. And, and uh, Jesse Quick being her real name is a little on the nose. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first time I heard the first time I heard her call it Jesse, I was like, "Oh Lord, it's the Flash show. I know who she is." <laughs> right. I know it. And uh, credit where credits due, Casper, Casper Crump is playing Vandal Savage, and he's doing ah, a, yeah, a hell he of a job. a job. I, I like did it. not like the guy playing Carter Hall, though. <laughs> yeah, he's been kind of cardboard to me. Oh, I kind of yep. like. He was on Agents of Shield earlier on. Yeah, I still uh, he hasn't warmed up to me yet, but there's there's, there's still time. I wish oh, yeah. I, I want to get a trench coat like Vandal Savage because he's just got, you know, most guys are trench coats. You know, you're selling watches, rings. This guy's got daggers from timelines. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what you want. You want that. That's what you want. Okay. Uh, so the end of the midseason finale kind of wraps up where Patty has a chance to kill Martin, but the Flash talks her out of it. She still doesn't realize it's Barry. Uh, mean, right. <laughs> meanwhile, Joe West learns that his ex-wife had a baby and kept that from him. And the baby's name is Wally, Wally, Wally West, who later shows up at the house. And that's how we end with the good guys. Yep. And, uh, meanwhile at villain headquarters, although, although to touch on a little bit, you interrupted uh, my awesome joke, but anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, Captain, Captain cold kind of shows in, in that season that he wants to be, he doesn't want to be a bad guy. I think you're wrong. He does I, not. I think, he's he's going to the comic book origins where he doesn't kill. Right, but he, yeah. he he wants to do bad, but he doesn't want to be bad. You know what I'm saying? No, he, he wants to do bad things. He just won't kill people. Right. He wants okay, to steal. He wants to be. He's, yeah, self, he he's selfish. To, yeah. But he won't ever kill. He won't cross that line, and that's why I think he fits with Legends of Tomorrow in a certain way because. Yeah. I think him and Heatwave are going to do some some fun stuff to make it not so Boy Scout. Because yeah. Heatwave is he doesn't care. So no. Heatwave is just your mindless grunt, and right. then the brains obviously is Captain Cold. I, I you got to love Wentworth Miller. So uh, any, oh yeah, any he's, chance he's doing he's doing fantastic. I, if I were to cast somebody, that guy's doing it. Any chance to get more of him is is good by me. And I know I know totally. I think I think Matt, you're hesitant about him becoming a good guy, and I just. I think that was you, right, on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. I'm not super stoked. I mean, he's obviously not going to be a total good guy, but right. uh, just lately I've been in a mood where I'm not totally into anti-heroes. So <laughs> sure. I'm, I want so, – you know who I want to come back is Captain Boomerang. There's a possibility. Mm, I mean, that, I don't know if he'll be back, though. Oh, right, because Suicide, be Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, yeah, so I think that's out. Uh, yeah, I think that's – but who knows? You never he know. He might, though. You never know. They are loosening the the, the contract mm-hmm. grip now because Superman is heavily referenced on Supergirl. What? Yep. And so, so we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, we will. And there's a lot of talk about what they're going to be able to do with um, Bruce Wayne slash Batman, potentially. Boo earns, boo earns. Not on oh. Gotham. I'm not talking about Gotham. No, uh, I mean on even on Supergirl, but we'll get there. Okay. Or whatever. Yeah, we'll get there. All right. So the end also, you know, we get this good, nice, heartwarming Christmas moment. And then Wally shows up and drops that mm-hmm. bomb. 
uh, elsewhere, uh, Bazoom visits Professor or, uh, Dr. Wells and agrees to release his daughter if Wells helps Barry become faster so that Zoom can steal Barry's speed. Uh, Wells is just destined to not be a good guy. No yeah, what. and it makes <laughs> me sad because I just love the character. Almost every incarnation I've loved the character, and that's mu- probably because of Kavanaugh, but uh, I just, yeah, it's it's a bummer. <laughs> it's gonna, he's just going to not be a good guy. set up to betray Barry again, but I get this feeling, and this is purely conjecture, uh, like, you know, predicting this is nothing with spoilers involved at mm-hmm. all. I get the feeling they're going to trap Zoom and Wells is going to be like a double agent. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to, you know, confess to Barry that, hey, this is happening. He's got my daughter. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe off screen, you know, alias style where we don't see it, but... He's been really good at not mentioning his daughter up till now, so we'll he's, see. Yeah, he's really good at holding the cards close Caitlin to the chest. Caitlin knows about her. Uh, Caitlin knows, and then Cisco knows uh, yeah. about the past. So this is so, true. So uh, this is non-spoiler. This is all straight-up theory. Who do you guys think Zoom is? I I still have no idea. Like I keep trying to think of what my guess might be, but they're really leaving me with no guess. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, spoilers for the show Quantico. Uh, Eddie Thawne is on that show, the actor that plays Eddie Thawne. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned he would be back on Flash uh, in some interview somewhere at the end of last season. I, I think I think he will, but I think he'll still be reverse Flash. Okay, but the theory that he could be zoom i think is thrown out the window because spoiler alert for quantico he's still alive on that show so well uh, and doesn't doesn't that actor have blue eyes anyway and the actor playing zoom has brown eyes i try not to go by the suit (laughs) anything that's in the suit i try to avoid speculating on size wise because the theory is barry's in the suit this dude is way too big to be barry I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's yeah, for sure. If that's the, you know what I mean. And and I always felt like Reverse Flash was too big to be Wells as well. Mm. But you know, whatever, it happened, and it wasn't it wasn't that far off to be completely unbelievable. But True. for it to be Barry from Earth Two, I think it's too far off. I think he's. Too- I have a. I have just this weird feeling. Like I don't know, but he might just be Hunter Zolomon. He just and I would be might, fine. Yeah, I'd be fine if it's not somebody. He might we know. just straight up be Hunter Zolomon and not a doppelganger, and I would be perfectly okay with him just being straight up Hunter Zolomon, like in the comics. And I would be also okay if we get to the two berries sitcom episode. Why Ooh, not? Yeah. Where you know Earth Two Berry shows up, and it, you know mm-hmm. it's not it's not Zoom. And I think I honestly think that will happen because it'll begin to throw people off because uh, a lot of people want to think it's Barry, evil Barry, or evil. Uh, Henry. Yeah, I I just can't see it being evil Henry based on the fact that if there is a Henry on Earth 2 that has a son, Barry, on Earth 2, he wouldn't be going so hard after Earth 1 Flash. Yeah, you'd almost have to do a Flashpoint Batman-style storyline where both his wife and Barry die. Yeah. That would really be the only way. So, yeah, I I mean, as far as that goes, 
Like I'm I'm starting to think he might not be anybody but Hunter Zolomon, but we'll see. And Tom, you brought up the question, so you must answer. I think it's uh Barry's dad. I think it's Harry. Henry. Henry. Because okay, let me go with this. Everybody that's come back from Earth Two has tried to extinguish their Earth One opposites. Mm. And I think maybe Henry's Earth One opposite came back and extinguished Henry while he was still in prison. And now he got released. And at the end of the at the end of the when he got released, at the end of the season, he just suddenly wants to leave. Then Barry gets paralyzed. They bring they bring Henry back to help him get his speed back. What is Zoom but, looking for? But he's Zoom, looking for Barry's speed. Hold on, Zoom did that to him. Right. That doesn't make any sense. Why do it to him and then fix him? Because he's not as fast as he can be. Again, why would you break his speed to help him get his speed back? To make it more. What? <laughs> you 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 break you break something it gets better not always i mean I, that's my theory i don't know i i don't he, i don't like he it one, he was the one they called they called him and he comes back and he gets his speed back and well, i don't know that's all he my did thing. was motivate think, him all he did was motivate him right he didn't get his speed back he just motivated him to work and but who el- who else could have done that uh, and, I, I think iris could have done it to be honest she was standing right there. Yeah. She, Why would they call him? Because she's been useless. She's lovely, and I, she's, I enjoy the character. She's, she's very pretty, but <laughs> this I, season I, has I been kind of disappointing for her. I think it's Henry. That's that's my take. All right, Henry, Earth True Henry. All right, let's move on. We got a lot to cover in a little time, so we'll move on to the show that started all of this, and that's Arrow. Yep. Last we saw Oliver last season. We'll just recap the whole season very quickly. Uh, he was driving off into the sunset happily ever after. Blah blah blah. Barf. Yay. Uh, him and Oliver, or him and uh, Felicity are together, and <clears throat> we come back to Starling City to find out that it's now Star City. Mm-hmm. Having uh, no, is it? Star- Thank you. Is it Star- finally? It's Star City. Yeah, yeah, Star City being renamed in honor of Ray Ray Palmer, Ray Palmer who quote unquote died. Um, yep. Um, we all already knew before the season started that he was going to be on Legends of Tomorrow. We just didn't know how. So Right. They weren't going to kill the Atom. Right. And we found that out pretty quick in this season. Anyway. So Team Arrow still fighting. Uh, they're, they're fighting these things called ghosts. These people. Group of criminals. Yep. Led by Damian Dark. Yep. Um, trying to... Let's see. Yeah. So Damian Dark is... Super powerful, has these ghosts that they are hunting and they need they need Oliver's help. Oliver returns after much, much persuasion, mostly by Felicity. Not uh, much, but yeah. But he, in the meantime, he was actually about to propose <laughs> to her. He yep. wants to come back. And uh, instead of proposing, they come back and start helping. And he takes on the mantle of Green Arrow. Finally. And broadcasts a message to the city, revealing himself, saying he's here to be hope. The symbol of hope and and all the stuff. We also find out right away that Captain Lance is working with Damian Dark. Mm-hmm. Of course, there has to be of some course. some some good guy doing bad things. And then in our flashbacks this season are going to involve revolve around 
Oliver being back on Lian Yu because Amanda Waller put him there to assess some kind of threat that's on the island, which <clears throat> deals heavily with the magical aspect of this new universe, uh, the mm-hmm. Arrow, the Arrowverse. So, uh, right away, <clears throat> we're 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 digging into a lot of stuff, and then also on his his <laughs> secret identity side, Oliver is going to run for mayor. Or governor yep. or mayor, mayor. mayor yeah. yeah, he's gonna run for mayor. Even though he first wanted Jessica Danforth to take the position, uh, she didn't want to do it because she was nearly killed. And well, that's just the, that's part of the crux of the the season is that Star City doesn't have a mayor because Damian Dark keeps killing everybody that's gonna try and run for mayor, <laughs> right? So that it can be like a destabilized city so that he can do whatever it is he's planning on doing. We haven't figured it out yet. Right. And we learned who Damien Dark is last year uh, briefly because he was trained by Ra's al Ghul mm-hmm. and went kind of on his own, went rogue. And he's really yep. the only person to kind of go until Oliver, apparently to go toe to toe with Raz. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's this other guy called Batman, but whatever, we're not going to get into it, I guess. Easy. Uh, we and we also have to that, deal. That's like season eight of Gotham. So easy. No, that won't be at all on Gotham. We know this. And we have to deal with the season two, the after effects of Thea being uh, revived in the Lazarus Pit or healed in the Lazarus Pit, mm-hmm. because she is just straight out uh, getting all aggro as as Speedy. She's and, super murdery, <laughs> right? Uh, Laurel comes up with the idea to take the back to Nanda Parbat and try to find a way to stop the aggression, but also do this little simple thing of curing Sarah and putting her dead body in curing the Curing Sarah of death. <laughs> yes, curing that, that awful disease of death and bringing Sarah back to life to, to my... That was the... Oh, man, that was the worst part of this season so far. Well, you know, I'll take it because she's back and Katie Lutz is back on television, so I'm all right, for it. Right. No, to me, I agree. The worst part was that they destroyed the Lazarus Pit. We did, they destroyed a Lazarus Pit. Oh, I told him, I, a buddy of mine asked me, he said, how many are there? I said, well, we don't know. But Lots. that one was destroyed. In the comic books, Nyssa is responsible for even making one. Right. Mm-hmm. So, And she destroys this Lazarus Pit. So I think there could be more, potentially, because there still is a Ra's al Ghul in Malcolm Merlin. So. There is. <clears throat> and yeah, we'll get there. Uh, uh, let's see here. We also get in some background information into Diggle's brother, who we find out is still alive mm-hmm. and has been working with Hive, which is also working with Dark. So a lot of mixing of, of things going on here. Uh, <clears throat> an aspect of bringing Sarah back, which is like a three episode thing is uh, John Constantine comes to town. Best episode of the season so far. I'm going to say. It was so good. Yeah, It was was quite good. So John Constantine is introduced actually in the flashback first. He gets captured by this this militant group that is on the island that Oliver is kind of infiltrated. Why why is everybody going to this island? Well, this is more of a Indiana Jones (laughs) Nazi type thing. They're, Mm -hmm. They're looking for magical relics. And yep. or at least the one that the, the guy in charge is. Well, they're dealing, they're kind of making the island into an evil entity that draws evil people. Right. So that's kind of why they're, 
But oh man, they need to get Constantine on more episodes. There's talk of the rumor is that they're going to change the roster of the Legends of Tomorrow team if they do more than one season, and he could end up on season two. Well, I've also read the rumor that uh, the Del Toro uh, pitch for Justice League Dark has been put out, and if Constantine is pitched in it, it's going to be Tom Ryan. It won't be him. Matt Ryan, no, no it, they already it, said it's not, totally, not Ryan. I'm sorry, Tom. They, yeah, they, they said it's – Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not going to happen. He won't be in the movie, no. Yeah, they've said repeatedly Del Toro wanted him, but it's not going to happen. Cause they're Especially already, since Del Toro is not involved anymore. Right, he's just the, the name on producer, essentially, is all he is mm-hmm. now. I thought he wrote the script. He <coughs> did, but he's not going to direct it or be involved in it. Right, and they're, gonna, they're doing rewrites. Uh, any, anywho, yeah, because there's a staunch disparity with the WB and DC for TV and movie, and they would never let that happen. Yeah. Anyway. But now that Constantine isn't on NBC anymore, it should free everything up for him to be back on more episodes of Arrow if they want to. So We can hope. We can hope. Um, so he, he shows up on the island, and Oliver kind of helps him. Uh, and then he gives him a call in the, our flash forward or our present time storyline to help restore Sarah's so- missing soul. Mm. Uh, so we get some more magic stuff in this this realized world of <laughs> the Arrow. We're dealing with a lot of magic this season. Which I'm yeah, uh, <clears throat> I'm not super like even in the comics, the magic aspect of the DCU isn't like my favorite thing in the world. So. It's kind of interesting this season. I mean, this season, I think, is a lot better than last season. Uh-huh. Like, a lot better. But I'm still like, eh, the magic thing, especially, like, watching them try to fight Damien Dark, I'm like, what are they supposed to do? Right. I uh, guess we'll find out. But yeah. that's just been, that's been one of my things this season. I'm like, th- there's, like, so much magic. And, you know... Oh, well, we'll see. Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, some of the, I have been enjoying this season, though. Yes, Just yes. Just want to say that. <laughs> some of the DC Easter egg characters that we've gotten so far, are we we got to see Lady Cop. Um, Lady Cop? Lisa, Liza Warner. She's the, the black woman that is in that task force, police department task force episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, anti- I guess, yeah, I guess I forgot all about that episode. I like that episode. Uh, the anti-vigilante task force. Yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that. Yep. And um, trying to fast forward. Goes to, oh, we introduced to Mr. Terrific or Curtis Holt. Oh, yes. He is He's so good. In this arc- incarnation, he works for Felicity. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he's been. Or, or does he now? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, and he, uh, this version, well, yeah, been- he does. She's still running it. Ray's just there. I mean, he didn't want to take lame. So mm. Felicity is still running things. Or is she, I guess we'll get to that when we talk about the mid season yeah. finale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, you're oh, missing- I see what you did there. I yeah, see what you did there. <laughs> you really missed it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, let's see here. Mr. Terrific. <clears throat> yeah, I know you guys need to talk so I can clear my throat. No, oh, okay. He's gonna have, he's gonna no, have, to have like a a big uh, figure boost or something to be the Mister Terrific from the comics. But I mean, they're they're playing him up. I like the way he, he's super oh, smart. Yeah. 
And he's and he, he, he actually it wasn't there an episode where he said he's an a decathlete where he does everything something but they've already yeah. even showed like his little spheres he's already invented like yes. his sphere so the T spheres he the showed them. so I'm sure he's not that far from being like an actualized Mister Terrific which he's one of those obscure characters that doesn't oh, get a yeah. lot of but I like, like I that's really do cuts right there to pull yeah. Mister Terrific. <laughs> Yeah, I like him. And he helps Felicity to find Ray, who is actually miniaturized and stuck. Uh, Dark has him. Yep. Uh, so they have to go rescue him. And it's at that point that Sarah is still struggling with the bloodlust and decides to leave to get control, essentially. Yep. Um, I said, yeah, we already talked about Diggle's brother, him being alive, and he's actually being kind of held as a prisoner. Um, yeah. They're keeping him in a cage cause they're trying to like recondition him cause they think he's been brainwashed by hive. Right. Right. Part of the whole hive thing is that they're all hive minded, meaning they're all being mind controlled. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Uh, after they are the Borg, <laughs> right. Uh, somehow I remember Thea learns that dark might be able to cure her bloodlust. No, uh, she, he, there was one episode where they were fighting and he grabbed her right. and tried to, tried to do the same thing. And it, it kind of it threw him back. Right, which is why so they think... It, it's something to do with the with her in the pit, I think. Well, yeah, I think he has... Well, her being in the pit. His powers might be able to help cure her. I don't know if it's a cure. I think it's... Well, they've said it. She's said it. It didn't cure, it subsided it. Again, she thinks that it should. Mm -hmm. They don't know yet. Yeah, I'm not saying it did. She still has it. Right. Um, And then we get to the flashback, I'm sorry, the uh, crossover episode. So, in the flash side of the crossover episode, this is irritating to me as all all hell. Um, There's the storyline on Central City where Flash's, I'm sorry, Oliver's illegitimate child is there in Central City. This is the child yeah. that he got a woman pregnant and his mother paid her to go away, essentially, and tell Oliver that she lost the baby. And this is while he's like just out of high school or he's he's a young man. Yeah. And he assumed his life was over. Real whiny. You just that's the Oliver you you want to hate. And yep. so she does this and goes away. And last season, the first season of Flash, we met the kid and the woman just in passing at the 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 central city cafeteria cafeteria yeah um, at not starbucks <laughs> right right something bean i want to say cc bean it's or coco java cc java co cc java bean people something. are driving and going crazy at that we can't name it anyway uh so we're introduced him he's out there so now we know at some point it's going to come back around and oliver's going to find out i mean we knew it was coming Oh yeah, and it happens in this episode, the Legends of Yes, or it happened in the Flash episode, where he meets the kid and then goes and meets the do- the the woman again and finds out and has Barry run a DNA sample to see if it's true. Tells Barry not to tell anybody. Uh, of course, Barry tells Felicity even after Oliver said he would tell her what's going on once he figured it all out. Her pushing really annoyed me. I'm just gonna. She's bothering me this year. And I don't like it, but I'll try to get over it. Maybe it's just me. But anyway, they get in this big fight and everything. The day rewinds. And this time he doesn't 
tell her anything, right? She doesn't find out right. at all. Yeah. Right. So, and he, he still goes and meets the kid, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So that happened. In well, the- then he doesn't, yeah, he goes and he meets the kid and she goes, well, you can't tell him that she's like, you're just mommy's friend who right. comes to hang out from time to time. Exactly. And yeah. you can't tell anybody. You can't tell Felicity. You can't tell anybody. Right. Right. And then at the end of that episode, they do quote unquote, kill Savage. And Malcolm Merlin collects Savage's ashes. What was that? That was so like, I was like, what is he doing? Bad Malcolm. I don't know, but we all know he's the main bad guy for Legends of Tomorrow, so he's not dead. I know. Yeah. So then we get to the finale, which was called. Well, Roz will be a collector. He would want Mm -hmm. his ashes just to have them on hold. True. Right. Uh, so then we get to Dark Waters, the finale, the midseason finale, mm-hmm. and to me, Dark should know who Green Arrow is at this point, and I believe he does. What's that? You cut out? I don't think oh. he does. I really don't think he does. He really should know. He should, but I don't think he does. Dark should know that Oliver is is the Green Arrow at this point, especially after the big long speech in like an episode or two before the finale. Um, well, no, based on the fact that when Malcolm showed up dressed as right, the Green right, Arrow, right. he goes, I want to see what's under your mask. I think he has no idea. Right. I'm, right. I'm just saying he should know. Mm. Um, okay, so uh, Oliver is part of his campaign. He's going to clean up the Star City Bay. Uh, Damien Dark sends a bunch of drones to just kill people, everybody there. And uh, in the response to that, Oliver or Team Arrow call out Dark. Um, yeah. Well, Oliver, yeah, he stands out in front of the whole city with his picture and goes, "This is Damien Dark. He's the head of the ghosts." And yep. Pulls the, up. the only the only picture of known reference of mm-hmm. Damien Dark. Right. Pulls pulls a total uh, uh, Stark moment from Tony, Iron Man Three. <laughs> I tweeted that that night. I'm like, "Oh, Oliver, calling out the bad guy." <laughs> For more news on how that goes, let's turn to Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> right. Your house is going to fall into the ocean. Uh, so yes, in, in retaliation, Damien Dark, uh, tr- you know, trashes Oliver's campaign party, kidnaps Diggle, Felicity, and Thea, uh, which caused just a, a storm of people to hate on this episode because of what they do to Felicity, being that she's of Jewish descent. I think it's a little bit oversensitive, oh. oversensitive yeah, people, but I'm just going to gloss over it because I don't think it, it did any damage. Nobody died. Um, right. spoiler alert, nobody died. Uh, after you don't know. anyway, in that moment, in that moment, nobody died. <clears throat> Matt, you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Matt, Matt has said, you never know three times. You, you never know. know. Um, oh. Oliver to quote unquote, you know, he, he, he acts like he's giving in to, to dark to exchange himself for his friends. And, um, he tricks Oliver and tries to kill him in front of everybody, but then Malcolm dressed as Green Arrow, like you said, and Laurel arrived to rescue everybody. And after the, they, I guess they return to the holiday party. They, you know, they're still festive and whatnot. Uh, Oliver proposes. She accepts. Yay, everybody's mm-hmm. happy. Woo! Uh, they leave. Dark sends his men after Oliver again, who shoot up Oliver's limo. They hit Felicity. She's dead-ish. Uh, Maybe we don't know yet. Of course, I'm of course. In, probably yeah, in the preview for next week, we see you know she's being worked on. We see the scene again from the pilot or the first episode where he's in front of the grave, and yeah, 
Am I the only one that still does not like Laurel as Black Canary? Hold on. The way the way she screams, it just oh, it annoys me. Oh, I, I love the Canary cry. I love the Canary cry more oh, than anything. I, I really don't like it. I really don't like it. I love the canary cry. She has gotten better, in my opinion, though she did. She's mm-hmm. gotten better. Yes, she I'll, did. Yeah, yeah. She did regress during the Sarah episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but again, she's going against. I think the better Black Canary, but that's just my opinion. Right. Um, they made a they they yeah they made a bit of a mistake having Sarah be the Black Canary first, and then going oh then we're going to take this character that you don't like and make her the Black Canary. I don't right. like her. Because I really liked Sarah as the Canary, but we all know Laurel, Laurel is the Black Canary in the comic books. And mm-hmm. uh, for you that don't know, in the, in the comic books, she marries Oliver. So, you know, yeah. prepare yourselves to be disappointed by Elicity. Well, it's not so, actually, no. In the comics, there's Dinah. That's who we're talking about. Her name is Laurel Dinah Lance. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to, people aren't going to. Think that. I think it's I mean, Dinah. Yeah, it's Dinah Laurel. It's Dinah Laurel. Her, yeah, goes by her middle name. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter because it's the same person. Yeah. Uh, and the flashbacks. Let's let's see. It ends with uh, Oliver goes back to the Amazo ship to find more maps of the island, but he gets discovered because the guy that's the leader or whatever knows he's uh, an age double agent or whatever for Amanda Waller. The uh, the flashbacks really aren't capturing my interest at all. They no. didn't last season, and they're not this season either. The problem is they really need to connect it to the present time, and they're not. Like, they're really failing, because that's what makes those flashbacks yeah. work, is that storyline resonates to the present time. Um, well, I, but I this think doesn't. they're, like, trying. To, I think it'll go... Like, last season, they didn't really connect it that well until... Uh, Katana became Katana. Like yeah. it barely connected at all until like the last couple episodes, and they're doing that again this yep. season. And I'm like, you're not capturing my interest. Like, and also it's just a little silly to me that all this stuff happened while Oliver was gone. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just my personal thing. He's been really busy for five years. Been, yeah. yeah. Dude does, dude does not have a day off in five years. We have one more year of flashbacks. I mean, <laughs> yep, that's true. <laughs> so, okay. All right. So we have two, there's two mysterious things, right? Going on this season. There's, we got the foreshadowing of somebody's dead. Oliver's angry and Barry, mm-hmm. Barry missed the funeral. That's one mystery. There's another yep. mystery that Damien dark has something in a box. Mm. Right. You guys know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Do you have any theories on either? What's in the box? <laughs> Thank you, Brad. Pitt. It's, it's <laughs> my in a box. Oh, uh, all right. So real quick theories on either of those. Well, didn't he just bring them down? Like, didn't Damien Dark bring like whoever those mysterious supporters are like down into a bunker that has something to do with like, wasn't it? Was it corn? I can't even remember. I've been so frazzled lately. I can't it was like remember. a field of corn. Yes. Yeah. So I'm thinking that whatever's in his box there has something to do with like some genetic. I, I don't know. I've got nothing. <laughs> Could it? Okay. I actually, I want to ask Tom. No, if, go ahead. No, oh, go ahead. No, 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 no please. No, Cause I, I, I have a big reveal that we kind of live tweeted and people. Cause sh- I'm, 
Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking the same way Matt did. It seemed like it's a big reveal of that cornfield thing. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I was, I was kind of bothered by it. Well, they make mention of something about Genesis, the Genesis Project. Uh huh. Well, uh, the only thing, I only know that from Star Trek. So the only thing Genesis, out. yeah, the only thing Genesis related in the DC universe is the new Genesis. Yes. And that's the new gods. And that's dark side. I was thinking about that, but I didn't know they were going to play that into the show. So could, that's kind of, was I was like, uh, ah. could, could they go so far as to that box being some kind of mother box or a father box? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> well, you were just hoping for Thanagarians. Come on, man. I know. I kinda, I, uh, uh, I'm with Matt. I hope not. I I, I kind of hope it does because that's a huge scale. I don't no, no not don't get me wrong. I don't want Dark Side involved in a TV show. No, but there's oh, so much. Okay, more, I thought that's okay, you're, you're right. Asking. You're right. Okay. There's so much more you could do aside from Dark Side. I mean, you could bring in Mister Miracle, which would be pretty cool in the show. My problem with them bringing in Dark Side in is then you get Smallville type storylines where there's too big of a scope for a, one season of television. Exactly. Um, and it just got insane. So yeah. for me, mm-hmm. I, that would be a mistake. But you can do aspects of of Dark Side and and all that goes with that, like you said, with Mr. Terrific or uh Mr. Miracle. Mr. Miracle, and you could also do like Granny Goodness or some of those kind of mm-hmm. crazy storylines. Um I don't know. I'm not sure where they're going. Okay, fine. This question before we move on, because we're gonna be running a little later. Then we That's want fine. to. Um, who's in the grave? I'm pretty sure it's Felicity. Like as much as I don't want it to be, just because I love Emily Records. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it is. Because that's really the only way to end that relationship. I think with them still Absolute. being, yeah, with them still being able to work together. Yeah, yeah. Like it breaks my heart, but I think that's who it is. Yeah, Tom. I think it's Felicity's mom. No, there's just too much emotion tied to that with Barry. And I, yeah, there's too much emotion tied to it, to it. But I think Barry is going to be playing off of Oliver's emotion. I don't. Felicity being gone is too early. I mean, there's too much you can do still with Felicity. It's been four years. I don't want her to go. So stop to get your emotions out of it, man. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, the obvious answer is Felicity. Yeah, obviously the answer is Felicity. Um, I mean, it could be Thea. No, I don't, ooh, no. Eh, I Although I so. did, I did, I did read last week that Colton Hayes is that was back on set. One episode, I read that too. One yeah, episode, yeah, I read that. One episode. Yeah. So, um, and it's not. It can't be Thea because Thea is just progressing into her character. I hope right not now. because I love Willa Holland. She's doing a great Especially job as Thea. She's already been. Oh yeah. Killed or almost killed once already. Exactly. So. But, I mean, they're kind of teasing that with Felicity, so. Right, but I love Felicity just like <laughs> love Willa Holland. Yeah. So. I, don't, I, don't want my la- I don't want my ladies to go away. No. Um, I think it's really, for that kind of impact, it's got to be, for, you know, again, speculating, yeah. one of those two. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. I'm I'm really pretty sure it's Felicity though because she did get shot and everything. And you know they could be fooling us, but I don't think so. Let's right. hope it's Diggle's costume. 
Oh, I hope it is. Or just at least at least the helmet. The oh, helmet. helmet is Let's so dude. Bad. The helmet. Uh, okay, so I mean, I'm it, telling you, uh, you and I talked. I, the one thing I wanted was John Diggle to be a name. The guy is a former military guy. Let the ring find him and let him be John Stewart in real Sorry. life. Sorry, Tom, Please. it's just not going to happen. But we did oh. we did get more buildup to Hal Jordan. It's right there. Stop talking. We did get more buildup in a flashback scene of Hal Jordan. We saw the man. I totally marked out um, when I saw it. Because you had texted me. It was like, just pay attention. Just pay attention. And I was like, oh, oh, ah, there it was. I felt like when I was live tweeting, I was the only one that saw it. I'm like, did I go crazy? Did I just, no, like. I saw, I oh. saw it. Right. Yeah, no, no, I know you did. But I was like, nobody else is talking about it. Why am I the one talking about it? And- yeah, I had to watch it the next morning. And David already texted me twice. He's like, just pay attention. Just pay attention. I'm so, like, okay. It wasn't, you know, when I say we saw the man, you see a guy in a leather bomber jacket with Jordan on it, with uh, it, walking past. So it, it's Hal Jordan. Let's it's just, still, let's just be real. It's, it's there. It's there. He is there, and and Oliver was at a bar in Coast City. So, I mean, mm-hmm. duh, he's there. They've been hinting at it, and this would be in that timeline because last season we heard Barry say or somebody was saying, "Why is Ferris Air? You know, why is this just an empty airline?" And it's because they lost the test pilot, went missing. And so, I mean, we have this, all these Easter eggs and if they're just Their Easter eggs are all over the place, if they're just leading it up for nothing, I'm going to be so mad because they're also it's doing the same. They're never going to happen. Well, my buddy, my buddy was telling me at work cause he's watching it. He's like, why are they still dropping these Ted cord? Yeah. I was going to say they're doing Easter the same eggs. thing with Ted. Cord. They're all over the place. It is that Blue Beetle ha- show up. Blue Beetle will happen before Green Green Lantern does. They will we, never have Green Lantern. We need to do a friendly podcast to podcast <laughs> wager on whether or not Green Air or Green Lantern shows up on Arrow or Flash. Never gonna happen. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna agree with Matt. Yeah, I don't think it'll gonna. It's not gonna happen. I think we're gonna get and it. it and, and if it does happen, it won't matter in the movies. So. I think we're going to get Hal Jordan as a character on the show. That's all I'm saying. I don't think so. And if they do, I, st- and I know you disagree, but I think that is a total waste of having Hal Jordan have him not being Green Lantern. Because the, the total di- waste. The dyna- if you're going to have a Green Arrow show, you need Hal and Oliver. I, you just do, in my opinion. And that's just me being a, a diehard, you know, purist um, with the comic books. But anyway, let's move on. We're going to talk like, brief- because, yeah, I don't know, because if you put Hal Jordan on there, everyone would just be going, why is he not Green Lantern? Well, there's ways around that, but we're, we don't have time. Uh, so, OK, so let's briefly talk about Supergirl, because right now Tom's not caught up, but me and Matt are watching it. Matt, are you mm-hmm. enjoying it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, for the most talk about part, this. I got to step away for a second. Okay, yeah, sure. No, for the most part, I mean, I've got some issues with it, but nothing like serious. I think it's suffering from the things that a lot of TV shows suffer in their first season. Some of the writing is a little dopey and um, a lot of times it's a little bit too on the nose, but not as much as some other shows in the, I mean, I don't think it's any worse than the first season of arrow was. And I enjoyed the first season of arrow enough to keep watching. So yeah. let's talk real quick while he's gone. The mm-hmm. big reveal at the end of this season was that <gasps> Hank, Hen- Hank Henshaw is John Jones. Like, oh, dude, I loved it. The moment, 
the moment I was watching it and figuring it out, I'm like, wait a minute. If he's not Hank Henshaw, which... Well, well, yeah, I kept expecting him to be Cyborg Superman, like Hank Henshaw in the comics. And then all of a sudden he goes, I'm a shapeshifter. And I'm like, what? What does he mean, shapeshifter? And all of a sudden it's like... Son of a bitch, he's John Jones. Right, I kept thinking back, I'm like, red eyes, red eyes, shapeshifter. No, they're not going to do this. And then it happened, and I'm like, oh my oh, god. I lost my mind oh. when it was Martian Manhunter. I, I, did not, I did not think this show would give me a Flash or Arrow type moment where you're like, no, no, oh, no. they introduced something so amazing, and it happened. And I'm like, okay, this show is at the level of Flash and Arrow now. Like, when you do I that. quite that far, but I think it's going to be. I do. I, th- I think it's going to start to roll that way now. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, cause yeah. they played that close to the chest. Nobody, I'm sorry. Nobody knew that was coming. I didn't think last week's episode was all that great, but I mean, you can't, like I said, I think it's just a, a, a thing that goes on with a lot of first season TV shows. That's yeah. pretty much all. I don't think it's anything that if it continues that way, I might lose interest, mm-hmm. but so far it's, it's looking like it probably will get better. And it is a Greg Berlanti TV show, and he seems to know what he's doing. So Yeah, I mean, real quick, things I like about the show. Uh, I, I love Melissa Benoist. She's amazing. Oh, totally. Yeah. Doing, doing a great job as Kara, Kira, whatever they, however they want to pronounce it. Well, her name is Kara, but her boss, I noticed yeah. it, it took me like <laughs> – it took me a while to notice it, but her boss keeps calling her Kira. Yeah, Cat Grant or Calista Flockhart. I don't know if it's Calista a character Flos- choice or yeah, what, but know. she keeps calling her Kira. Like I it's- think it's a choice being made. Like she doesn't care enough to know what her name is, kind of. That could be. Maybe I'll rewatch at least the one episode. Like I, I could be wrong, but yeah. that's that was my thought anyway. Speaking of, I love Cat Grant. They're doing a good job with that character. Totally. Um, I'm very much happy with the Hank Henshaw character now. Like you're back, not back, Tom. Right? Yep. Okay. Um, I'm also. I've I've been loving what little we've had of Maxwell Lord as well. Mm-hmm. He's been pretty cool so they're, far. They're building that up pretty well. I've been really happy with um, pretty much everything you just listed. Plus, I think a lot of the supporting characters are doing a good job. Like the guy playing Win is pretty good. And I'm pretty excited to see his dad because his dad is Toy Man. Toy Man, right. And yep. that's coming up real soon. And I'm pretty happy for the most part with uh, James Olsen. I I finally came to terms with the fact that they took the classic James, Ol- the classic Jimmy Olsen mm. and turned him into Win. Yeah. Because for a while I was like, why is this like a handsome, suave, with it dude when Jimmy Olsen's supposed to be kind of a dork? And then I realized, well, they've got Win and Win's a total dork. So Right. I, I get I, you know, okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree. So far I don't like James Olsen. Uh Jimmy Olsen. And not, it has nothing uh-huh. to do with the portrayal. I like McCad Brooks. He's a great actor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um it's it's this thing of she needs to have this love interest. Mm-hmm. And I think right now she doesn't. I love it when she's into being a hero, learning oh, how to be yeah, a hero, yeah. struggling with that 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 line. And then when the first time she she yells at her boss, Cat Grant, I loved that too. Like when it's dealing with those kinds of things, I'm all for it. But right now, mm-hmm. the love triangle between her, James, and and Win when there really isn't one. It's mm-hmm. just Win is is kind of into her, and that's it on his yeah. side. Because. 
Yeah, in uh, Lucy Lane too. She's not that great, but no. And again, yeah. Jenna Jenna Dewan Tatum is a good actress or good enough actress where it could be better. But I think the writing is failing her mm-hmm. right now. And again, you're not supposed to like her because you're supposed to want James and Kara to be together. So that's that's the way they're portraying it, you know. Um, but mm-hmm. I want to like Lucy Lane a lot because it's a it's a, another DC beloved character mm-hmm. that you should enjoy. Um, what else was I going to say? And right now, I think the writing is also failing. Win, he's a little bit. Yeah, he's coming up as as a little apathetic, and when he yells at her at one point for hugging James, that seems so bizarre to me. Um, that that you know he should be jealous, but to her to yell at her and almost shame her for for hugging a friend, mm-hmm. knowing he knew it was more than that to her. Um, but it just it just seemed bizarre to me, and I thought. Maybe they were hinting at maybe he's got aspects like his father where he might turn villainous or villain, you know, like a villain. Maybe. I don't know. But I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they'll go that way. Like they're kind of going to keep him a good guy like they're doing with Caitlin on Flash. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, I did read, you know, we're going to move on here because, uh, you know, I, I could talk all day. Supergirl is doing a great job. Yeah, I think yeah. um, you did get to see some cool things like Livewire was cool. Uh, Rea- Gem was pretty cool. Gem was cool. Reactron was in it, uh, which is a strange storyline because Supergirl can defeat somebody Superman couldn't. Right. Is, is the weird. only. Yeah. So a lot of the villains have been pretty cool. It's been. Yeah. I mean, overall, I think it's been pretty good. I know that there was a lot of people kind of upset with the like the over the top. Yeah. Girl power. But yeah. they kind of missed the point that like. This is a show that definitely skews like teenage girl and yeah, that's okay. It's like perfectly okay. So why not? I mean, I mean, we're gonna get a Wonder Woman show movie. Well, I think we, I think we kind of talked about that when we were talking about how the show is gonna go over. Hmm. Yeah. But my uh, problem. My problem, and I've only watched the first three episodes. How can you disconnect this from the Man of Steel? Oh, here you go. Things when you oh. keep referencing him all the time. I well, mean, that's the thing. They're disconnected because it's a different Superman. This Superman is already in the world. Plus, we have a different Jimmy Olsen. We haven't even met really Jimmy Olsen in the movie yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're saying that that could be Scoot McNary's character. Well, yeah, I, I understand um, that. But how does uh, okay? But James Olsen doesn't even know Clark Kent is Superman. Yes, I get that. Hold on. Yes, he does. No, in the in the show, they're talking about he does, but in the movies, in the comics, he doesn't. Oh, again, this t- you can't. Are, are you just, are you having an internet troll problem of not being able to dis- to disconnect? I'm. <laughs> I'm just asking. Yeah, because that 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 hasn't been a problem for me. Um, I don't know about you, Matt. No, it's fine. I've been. I'm, know, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised it's a problem for you. Um, I'm, I just. I'm good. I'm good. I, no, I just. I understand what you're saying, and right. Um, for me, you know, this again is it's a different universe for me, and I haven't had that problem. Uh, they are referencing Superman quite a bit. I think it's been like three or four times now. Where that, I wish they would stop doing. Right, they need to distance themselves from doing that because then you're relying too much on him to get her stronger. Right, and you want her to start to, to distance herself to be her own hero, and I think they're doing they're going to do that. They're getting there. Yeah, right. I did enjoy the moment when he's texting her via Clark Kent at the Daily Planet, texting her at work oh, uh, through, cool, through a chat yeah. session. That's a good moment, to, and that's a good way to do that, uh, where you don't have to have an actor 
portray him or this this expositional well he sent me you know a message to give to you you can have them communicate on screen with a text message or a chat or whatever that works great and um there's a rumor that they're casting a young version of Clark Kent stop that <laughs> and i don't know why because it would have nothing to do with Kara she right. would not have ever been around so unless there's some kind of storyline where he gets age regressed <laughs> or something i don't know anyway uh the also the other rumor i wanted to talk about or not a rumor but news is that we're gonna have bizarro on supergirl oh <laughs> yes and i don't know if it's bizarro supergirl or i assume it's gotta be there are bizarro there's already i mean bizarro supergirl is in the comics right now right, so right. I, I hope it is bizarro supergirl on the tv show i would love to see melissa benoist talking to Melissa Benoist as Bizarro Supergirl. I just, I think it would be amazing. And my other issue is they've cast her, her real life husband to be another love interest for her. So it'll be a love square. Who's real life husband? Melissa Benoist is? Yeah. Oh, Um, what's his name? Uh, Blake Jenner. No, no relation to the other Jenners. No Um, idea. He's again, they met, I think on Glee. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I want to find out what character he's playing. Uh, please, please chat amongst yourselves. Uh, Adam Foster. So it's not a not a DC name, but he'll be okay. a, a recurring character. And yes, he's another love interest. So I'm hoping one of the other ones kind of ends. You know, I don't need three dudes pining after our main character. For this me, this is true. For me, that's boring. Uh, quickly, I just want to say cause this season because you guys aren't watching it. Season two of Gotham: Rise of the Villains has been amazing. I've enjoyed. Every episode so far, way better than season one, which season one took a while for it to get running and then it got better. But season two of Gotham has been great. We are building towards an Azrael storyline. And that's that's amazing to me because the Order of St. Damas is there. And we're also building towards a Court of Owls storyline. Also awesome. And it can be done without Batman. So I, I, I really enjoy that. The Azrael one is hard to do without Batman, but. Um, if you don't know who Azrael is, Google him again or play, um, Arkham. What's the last one? Knight. Arkham Knight. Yeah, he plays heavily in that last one. Okay, uh, Agents of Shield. Again, we're gonna do briefly because Matt doesn't watch it. Uh, Tom does. Uh-huh. Uh, Tom, you're caught up. Oh yes. Okay. Uh, I'm so glad we're starting to sort of get away from the Inhumans. Uh, sort of. We're not entirely away from it yet, but we're getting there. Uh, I've loved everything related to Fitzsimmons so far oh. this season. Fitz, Fitz has been my favorite character so far this midseason. Yeah. Because he, he has become just, I want to say he's become a man, but. What's been great you know, about that character on this show, and I'm sorry to cut you off, um, is he starts off as the geek, the normal geek, yeah. but he's got, yeah. he's got a little bit of swagger to him. He's got some confidence, but he's in love with, with Simmons, of course, plays right. that, plays that pretty close to the chest. They react to each other like brother and sister almost in the first season. Second season, he's dealing with this traumatic incident where he, his brain isn't working the right way. He his, almost died. His, his, mean... He's got this disability now where he's not the same powerful character he can be. Right. So, and then now we're back to season three where, he has this moment of uh, where he can kind of move forward and rehabilitate because, right. because Simmons is in trouble. And that, it's a moment of clarity. 
Right, exactly. He, he just found himself in that moment. Right, and so instincts and adrenaline take over, and he becomes himself again. But this time, it is fueled by saving somebody, and, and he, he he turns into a badass. Yeah, he's awesome. And then Simmons has been great. He, and the the episode when he goes in there looking for the uh, the scroll that that actually turned me into a total Fitz fan. Yeah, because. He walked in there. He's like, I'm going to get this. I'm going to walk out. Right. Um, and he, he's like in there with this group of terrorists. Right. Uh, Melinda May has been fun. <clears throat> uh, I didn't like the role her husband is playing. Not too pleased with that storyline. I um, like I, I it. I didn't like it was too easy of a reveal. Yeah. Because the last character is huge in the comics. But to put it on him, I didn't like it. But now that I look at it, I think it could be something more. Right, right. Anyway, we're going to move on. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so far, I gave it a thumbs up. I think Tom would agree. And oh, now, yeah. now we're building towards Civil War. And from what I hear, there's a lot of connections between the two, which there should. Could uh, be. So It depends. Some cool potential crossover there. Not cast-wise, but storyline-wise. Well, it gives, it gives a way to... Uh, Josh Whedon didn't want to bring Coulson into the Avengers, but Josh Whedon's out, so everything else now may push that way. Um, I would disagree that it came down to Josh Whedon, though. Marvel took over Avengers from him, essentially. So, I don't know. I, I'd have a hard time saying that. He, I mean... He probably didn't want to. He also wanted to put Captain Marvel in Avengers Age of Ultron. But uh, anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, we're both enjoying it. It's going to be a cool half. I think all these shows are going to be great in the second half of their seasons. A um, <clears throat> couple shows we didn't talk about that also aired this half of the season. I Zombie. I have to catch up on season two, but I loved season one. And that's a comic book show, so that's why I bring it up. Uh, Jessica Jones on Netflix was mm. interesting and disappointing have, to some. I have not watched it yet. So. <clears throat> it was not as good as Daredevil. Um, no, not at all. They're, but I, they're, I think, already, they're already talking season two. Of Jessica Jones? Yep. Right. <clears throat> then nothing is confirmed for that yet. Uh, right now they're actually just working on Luke Cage and getting production ready for Iron Fist. So that's that's happening at the moment. And what else? What else? What else? Jessica Jones. Um, coming up after the holidays, Agent Carter returns on ABC. That's that'll be cool for people that like the Marvel television world. Legends of Tomorrow starts yep. up on CW. Uh, Lucifer starts up on Fox. Preacher is going to start up. Outcast and then Daredevil season two will be on Netflix this spring at some point. And I did want to mention a couple shows, comic book shows, since this is the theme. We were doing wrap-ups, but there are a list of shows, comic book-related, that are still in development. And I wanted to talk about them very briefly. I'm just going to run through the list here. Krypton on Sci-Fi. This is, this is meant to serve as some kind of prequel to Man of Steel set on Krypton. It is involved. Is that, is that Sci-Fi? I thought it was going to be on Fox. No, no, no. Sci-Fi. It's always been Sci-Fi. Uh, Static Shock. Is, is a show that's out there with no no channel yet. The Teen Titans show called Titans TNT is on TNT mm-hmm. with a team of Nightwing, Oracle, Hawk, Dove, Raven, and Starfire. I, mm-hmm. I cannot wait for that to start up. They're supposed to start casting in the summer, but it's been delayed, which is never a good sign. 
Why the Last Man is in development at FX. That's exciting. Hack and Slash or Hack Slash um, is a comic book I really love that has no channel yet, but they're developing it. And Thief of Thieves, uh, Jenny's one of Jenny's favorites, is going to AMC, and that's in development mm-hmm. right now as well. So, good stuff. Good stuff. There. Yep. Um, all right, <clears throat> Matt. What did you guys discuss on your last episode of your podcast? Uh, the last episode was some trailers, and then this week. Uh, before uh, let's see tomorrow's what Tuesday so tomorrow and this comes out Wednesday on, yeah this comes out on Tuesday alright so today mm-hmm. if you're listening to this there will be a new podcast that will be very spoilerific about Star Wars The Force Awakens and then on Wednesday will be the Christmas episode <laughs> there you go lots of two bro geeks to get you through the holidays of driving yep um, so there you go. You can check that out. That's on atomicgeekdom.com. You can go to the podcast section or just to, um, actually not the podcast section, but the two broke geeks section to find all of their awesome stuff. Yep. And, um, this week on the website, I posted the latest binge watch column and about Dr. Who series one. I've got the review of star Wars. It's spoiler free. So if you have not been spoiled and you have not seen the movie, you can check out my review there and everything in it kind of, talk about uh for that film um we got the star trek beyond trailer on it, the x-men apocalypse trailer the ninja turtles trailer uh the first independence day resurgence trailer there was a slew of trailers last week uh there sure were yeah there were it was just insanity uh there's an article about spoilers and scoops and uh, an article about superman written by matt me so you can check those all out at atomicgeekdom.com while you're there you can click on the entertainment earth banner um, that banner right now is a Christmas special, 95% off on a lot of things. So click on the banner, go shopping, get, go crazy, get some awesome things, some Funko pops or, uh, some cool statues. You can get star Wars black series figures, which I now have all of them so far for the force awakens line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Finn, right? Uh, Ray, Kylo Ren, the Stormtrooper, the first order Stormtrooper, Chewbacca, Phasma. I have, uh, Poe. And then two characters that don't get a lot of time on t- on screen, but for some reason they got action figures. Um, <clears throat> anyway, well, Phasma didn't get much that time that <laughs> much time on screen. So careful, careful. But uh, yes, we will see her again. I was told from one of the yeah, producer, yeah. one of the producers. So I think we'll get more of her and Poe in the next movie because mm-hmm. I want more Poe Dameron. Uh, so that's all at atomicking.com. Again, click on that banner to help us out. We get a little chunk of what you buy. It doesn't cost you anything more. Also, today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash atomic geekdom. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from. You can listen to them on your iPhones, your Android phones, anything that plays an MP3 file. You can play them on. And right now, I would suggest The Fifth Wave. That's going to be a movie soon, and I'm really enjoying mm-hmm. listening to that book. Uh, Chloe Martez. <clears throat> yeah, lots of good actors in that movie. Actually, the kid from Jurassic World is in it, and yep. uh, dude from Office Space, and yeah. Anyway, uh, so check that out. Matt, where can people mm-hmm. find you and Two Bro Geeks? On Facebook and on Twitter, 2BGPod on Twitter. You can find us there. There you go. And on iTunes and that yes. good stuff. Please subscribe to our friends, Two Broke Geeks, on iTunes. Please do. Leave them a review while you're there. And while you're there, you might as well, if you haven't already, subscribe to us. I don't know why you went already if you're listening, but 
uh, tell your friends about both podcasts. Let them know that you enjoy it. And uh, uh, also, if you want to, let us know what you thought of the endings of all these shows. You can do so on the websites under the podcast episode for this one and just comment there. You can hit us up on Twitter. Matt just gave you their Twitter. We are at Atomic Geekdom on the Twitter. And Tom is at Skids World at. Uh, it's at Skids underscore World. There you go. Buddy. Yeah, that's it. I forgot of it. I hope I, you have... I haven't touched it in a while. <laughs> or, or if there's anything you want to discuss with us that you can't fit into 140 characters on Twitter, you can email us info at atomicgeekdom.com. We are also on Instagram, Facebook, Google Plus, Stitcher, and iTunes, of course. And I believe that is all for today. Uh, typically, Jenny gets the last word of the day. Uh, tonight, I think, since he's been gone for so long, I'll give Tom the last word of the day. Holla. Holla.